get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly visit with blues winger David Perron. Good morning, David. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? Everything's good. Hey, you guys are out there on the West Coast, and I know there was a lot of consternation among fans when the division came out and the schedule came out. How do you guys like playing out there on the West Coast? Yeah, I mean, there's some uh, positive, some negative, I, I think. Definitely the negatives uh, are obvious, just the travel. Uh, I think for fans uh, to get games uh, to watch later is not ideal either. Um, yeah, I think that the positive, to be honest with you, on, on a day like today where we don't play, um, then there's uh, there's a little bit of sun, you know what I mean? Like uh, you can you get, you get to enjoy the outdoor a little bit, uh, walk around where, let's say if you're in the Canadian division, uh, you're, in the, you're in the snow all winter, so... Um, there's positive on every division, negative on, on every division, I'm sure. Um, it, we just got to forget about that, and, and uh, that's what we're dealt, and we've got to play. Can confirm, David, not great for us watching the game to, to have to stay on play. Can, <laughs> exactly. Can yeah. confirm that. Well, one of the great storylines out of the game last night was Dakota Joshua making his debut. And, you know, the story comes out at the end that he's going to grab his helmet for warm-ups and he doesn't have it, but that you have a big smile on your face and that he might think that you could be the culprit of hiding it for him. So can you confirm or deny that you were behind that? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, was, it wasn't me. It was, uh, it was Shenner. It's, uh, it's just something that... We normally do for for whoever plays his first game, and Shenner kind of. I was sitting right across from him, and Shenner looked at me and like kind of head nod, like should we do it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know where it was, but like, maybe in, a, in the bathroom or going to the trainers or something. And uh, that's the time that we had to do it, and I was definitely part of it. But uh, yeah, Shenner had the idea, so um, we just I don't know. It's I think it's a cool feeling playing your first game. Uh, you, you just want to make the guy feel welcome, talk to him as much as possible. And you could kind of feel he was nervous a little bit, but at the same time, when he got on the ice, you couldn't really tell. Um, I was impressed with his game, uh, a lot of composure for his first game. So that was good. Well, we'll also give you and Shen some credit then for his first goal, his first NHL goal. You must've relaxed him enough that he could go out there and score. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to take credit for that. It's, <laughs> it's all him. Uh, it's great. Uh, again, he's a big body to over the net. Uh, lucky bounce, but that's how it goes when you when you play the game right. Sometimes you get them, you get a little puck luck. And um, my first goal myself was was uh, very similar, just driving the net. So kind of fell uh, on the ice, slid into the goalie. And to be honest with you, probably nowadays it'd be goalie interference. The coaches would challenge that, and now it's uh, back then it was fine. It worked out. So uh, now we're we're extremely happy for him. I think for us, like. As, even though it's a shorter season, it's still a lot of stuff like travel, uh, a lot of games and not many days. So when you have stories like this that you can fall back to, look at, and 
for myself, um, it's it's exciting even for me to see a young guy play his first game. Um, it reminds you each each day that you never know when it's your last game in a way, and you gotta enjoy every single one of them. And I think I'm at I looked at it actually um, the last couple of days. I'm around eight seventy one, eight seventy two as far as games played. And uh, for me, like I, I want to play as long as possible. And uh, to, to to have stories like that is great. Hey, David, when you played in your first game, you were playing with some really grizzled veterans, guys that have, had been around the block. <laughs> what sort of things that did they do to you to relax you before the game? <laughs> yeah, your first I mean, one. Big wall, Dougie. Yeah, big wall, Dougie Wade, like you said, uh, Manny Legacy, Ray Salvador, those guys. I love a bunch of those guys. Marty Rudzinski. Um, yeah, they were guys were great. Uh, I mean, it was it was a lot different back then. Uh, I think it was more tough love to make you feel less nervous <laughs> versus trying to make everything work for the for the guy. Uh, just different times. It is what it is. We talked about it, I think last week. But uh, yeah, the guys were great. Uh, they, we always do the, the the lap by yourself there to kind of welcome you in the league. You just kind of let them skate around and warm up by themselves uh, for the first time. So, yeah, it's great. David, you have so many top-tier guys out right now, but you continue to grind out wins. What have you learned about your team during this stretch? Um, well, I mean, again, like, there's opportunities for guys. Like, uh, and I, we talked about it, like, uh, McKecker in last game, short-handed goal, uh, Sanford, has really stepped up his game in the last couple of games. He's played great, uh, and it, it goes down for everyone. Like uh, sometimes it's not it's not going to happen on a night where uh, Blazer played with us a few nights ago, and then we didn't really have the greatest game. But he's probably going to get another opportunity, and those guys have to look forward to that. Have to be ready, and uh, that's why we're resilient right now. We're waiting for guys to come back, um, and uh, we got to find a way to keep gaining points because it's it's going to be crucial down the road that we do. Hey, David, it's, it's interesting. As a longtime hockey observer, when offensive players go down, I naturally think, okay, what they do is tighten their defense. They win games 2-1, 3-2, 3-1. And all of a sudden, I, right after I say that, you guys win 7-6 and 5-4. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still think you're right. Like, we, we still have to tighten up when we look at that stuff. And it doesn't mean that we didn't, to be honest with you. Sometimes, and again, it's not a negative, but you got new guys that come up and uh, the structure that we want to play, the they're they're not familiar with every single detail, and the, the com, like they're competitive, they work hard, they play with composure. It doesn't mean that all our team details are there. And honestly, it's just uh, it takes one guy to crack. Sometimes, sometimes you fall. It, it could be myself. You make a mistake, and then just like it, it kind of builds like mistake after another after another, and we get scored. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I still think you're right. Like, we, we have to tighten up, definitely. And um, it would have been nice in a way. I thought we played a solid 40 minutes after two last night. To uh would have been nice to kind of have a better closure in the third. But definitely we can fall back at, at, at saying, well, we got four points out of four right now. We found a way. Um, we had excitement. I thought our bench was uh, loud. And and it's you got to understand too like with no fans in the in the stands like it's it's tough at times to find the emotion within the game and to have our bench this lively yesterday i was i was really happy it's something i've been trying to harp on in the room like we need guys to talk more i feel like sometimes <laughs> i'm talking too much and I, I annoy myself even listening to myself but uh we, we we need we need guys talking we need guys in the game and I just felt like the bench was was great. We had a lot of guys uh, that that uh, helped out in that regard. 
David, when fans are in the stands, like when you're back home at Enterprise Center, can you hear them and feel the energy, or are the numbers just not high enough yet for you to really get the feeling that you had prior to the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, you you see them, but you don't really like. Yeah, it's, it's, it would be nice if it's double, I'm sure, uh, or as they get closer to the glass, all that stuff. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm also a guy, to be honest with you, that it's it's funny when I play, it's like I kind of forget in a way. It's not like I completely zone out, but like I kind of play my game, and it doesn't matter what's on the outside. But uh, I mean, it is uh, when there's a hit, when there's a nice play, or. Uh, Everything that we know fans can get excited for, and definitely something that you can hear when you're sitting on the bench. Our visit with David Perron on 101 ESPN with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker. And, David, we always talk about first goals, and those are really exciting. But you mentioned the young players, and pretty much I would think every player that makes it to the NHL was the best offensive player on his junior team or a peewee team or something like that. Uh, how difficult is it to make defense a priority when you're a forward that's been a scorer your entire life? Uh, it's a it's a very good point, and we definitely most likely were best our best players on our team growing up. Uh, I think I think a lot of times uh, it's rare that it comes naturally for guys because you just used to be the guy and and always needing if you need a goal you're the guy, uh, and now all of a sudden uh, if you want to be in the lineup maybe you have to block shots and be more uh, defense oriented early in your career. Um, yeah, and then for myself, I was pretty fortunate. I got put in, in a lot of uh, offensive situations uh, as my career went on, and I still do. But still, you have to take pride in the defensive side of the game. You have to have the trust of the coach. Um, late in the third period, you don't want to be the guy turning a puck over. Uh, let's say nine minutes left, we're up 4-1. You, you got a chance to put a puck deep and have, and have a chance to put uh, a change, put the guy on the ice in the right spot. These are details that coaches are looking at it. It's not even just defensively. It's just playing smart. And uh, it's it's definitely a, a huge key. Let's say for a guy like Jordan Cairo, I talked to him about it uh, more and more. And uh, yesterday for me, it was a period that you could really gain trust uh, uh, from Chief uh, moving forward slowly as he keeps doing the right details. We know he's playing good hockey and it, this was a great period for him. I thought he, he was doing the things right. And these are the details, again, that coaching staff is looking at. And that's one of the things, he's injured right now, but I was really impressed when Ivan Barbashev became the fourth liner that he has become because he was a guy that we, we always thought was going to come up here and be a top six guy. For him to accept that role and really, he, he lit up that role as a fourth liner and wound up playing on the top line when somebody got hurt. But he's a guy that really has become a good all-around player, hasn't he? Yeah, and it it really comes down to uh, you're right. It really comes down to uh, do you want to be in the lineup? How long do you want your career to be? Kind of thing. And guys, that, the guys that realize that the most uh, will end up playing a long career. And, um, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's great. We see guys in practice all the time, and they could be fourth line players or guys that honestly sometimes the guys like on the taxi squad guys that don't even play and they they have an absolute like laser of a shot and you're like, wow. Like, and like you said, it kind of falls back to what you said. Like we were all good players. We still good players. It's just sometimes our roles are different. And if you understand your role the best, you have a, a better chance for a long career. And of course, th- those guys that have the grit and the sandpaper are so valuable. Have you ever played with a goalie that was gritty and was sandpapery? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, Pretty sure that we were going to talk about this, but uh, <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's funny. Like we, 
for me, I look at it this way. Like, when we have these type of moments or if a coach gets really angry in between period once in a while or uh, maybe he loses it on the ref or a call and we, we get a penalty kill, we always got to find a way to help those guys to support. And I, I just thought Benner fired up our bench in, in a sense that we had to find a way to, uh, to win the game for him there, even though he wasn't part of it anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was great. I like I liked the, the fire part of that. Um, I know that he does too. Whenever uh, I end up doing something like that, or I get in the scrum, and he, he always calls me the killer. Sometimes when I do that, <laughs> I was calling him. I was calling him killer the last couple couple days, and uh, he takes like he's great. We we love Benner. We know that um, his character, like obviously to go through what he had to go through to to even get to winning the Stanley Cup, how he did it uh, two years ago. Uh, that's still in him, and we love that about him. But. He's sneaky tough. We wouldn't have expected that from him. Watching that game, we know that that fire burns deep within him, but to see him going after guys, definitely unexpected, at least from a fan's perspective. What about you guys? You guys know that he's a competitive guy, but did you expect that out of him? Um, the moment he started skating out of his crease, I, I just kind of had a feeling something was coming. <laughs> uh, we we kind of we seen it uh, against Dallas, I think, in playoffs, the uh, uh, just I don't know. You went after the bench a little bit, maybe after Bishop uh, a couple of years ago, <laughs> and yeah, like again, like you don't want to, you didn't want to be pulled probably, and he respects like obviously a coach's decision. We always do, and he's gonna just do what he's told. But at the same time, I'm sure like it fired him up. He wanted to uh, kind of work it out, find a way to to get the win, uh, still being in the, the goalie. And that just kind of fired up some emotions. And again, like it's, it's not a big deal for for us at all. One more thing for you, David. You guys now eight and two on the yeah. road. You've had a lot of success in road games. What's the biggest difference there for you? Oh, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because obviously that also means that we haven't been great at home. And um, this year it shouldn't really matter to be honest with you. It's weird, like no fans, nothing. So. Uh, there, there's really no reason. I, I definitely think the last two we found the way, and that's a big key. Like we, we end up getting four points out of four. Um, if we, if we don't find the way, we get zero out of four, and now all of a sudden our, our record's not as great. So um, I just think the bounces we found the way, we stuck with it maybe a little bit longer, and uh, that's definitely uh, some lessons that we have to take at home as well. David Perron, thanks so much for the time. Keep it up. Keep grounding, grinding out points, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Explore today's must-have trends and innovative styles at Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends. Explore wall-to-wall deals, furniture, flooring, mattresses, home accents, seasonal favorites, and more. Discover unique new home decor, pillows, accessories, and more. There's something perfect for your style and budget. There's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail. Discover the style and savings of the new Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.